listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. I see this hilarious trend on social media. I see a lot of people, and we try to keep it positive on, on Lance Day Radio Network. I can be a little cynical at times. But I don't like to breathe negative energy into society. There's so many radio shows and podcasts where people are angry and embittered and have some type of axe to grind, and they use their platforms to, to pump negativity into the masses to incite anger and i'm just not doing that that's not that's not my style but i see this trend i see a lot of people who i know personally that were bullies and charlatans and treated people like garbage most of their life elementary school high school college you were an intellectual you're good looking you're popular you're an athlete and you used those God-given talents to step on other people as you ascended to, to the top of your social circle. Did I put that well? Is that is that well stated and articulated? And now that, that people are older, one of the, the funny things in life is your life at 22 or 25 or even 32. What you see in that puzzle, that ain't what it's going to be at 45. The people who you thought weren't going to amount to much, those people are doctors and lawyers and have terminal degrees and educators, business owners. And a lot of times the people that at 18, 19, 20, that you thought were were the the creme de la creme. A lot of those people struggling. So a lot of basically what I'm saying is to, to paraphrase, a lot of bullies, people that bullied in grade school and in college, before puberty, a lot of people that were bullies, a lot of people that were elite athletes, are on their Al Bundy. They're talking about scoring four touchdowns in a game at Polk High in 1966 which does not put food on the table, which will not send your kids to school, will not keep the lights on. And I don't I don't necessarily revel in seeing people who were bullies and mistreated others. I don't I don't want to see you get your comeuppance, man. I'm not I'm not God. It's not my place to say vengeance is mine. Vengeance is God's. But I'm a I'm a big believer in karma. And I talk on the show all the time. If you don't treat people well, whether it's your family, whether it's your children, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your colleagues, or it's the people that you go to church with. If you don't treat people well during the course of your life, it is going to catch up with you 100 percent of the time. I'm flummoxed as I get older by so many people that have treated their family like trash 
They've treated their friends like trash, and then they get to a certain age, and they wonder, when they hit a rough spot, they wonder why no one is there for them. You've treated people like garbage your whole life, and you enjoyed it. And you thought it was funny because you were in a situation where you had the upper hand. Now you don't have the upper hand. If you don't treat your kids well when you're old and gray, your kids will not come and visit you. They will not take care of you in your elderly years. That's just a fact of life. And you see people who have not treated individuals well, but they got to a certain age. They saw that the world had passed them by. And so there's this campaign. I see so many people out here just just running their mouth and talking and yapping about how competition isn't that important. I see a lot of motivational speakers and celebrities that do not have a good reputation for the way that they treat people. And you see these short clips on, on Reels and the Gram and even on LinkedIn. I see executives saying that, you know what, in 2023, we need to stop focusing on competition. You see people talk about that. You see people talk about how competition is bad. We need to normalize, not competing for everything. And I just find that funny because I'm always hearing that out of someone's mouth who is losing the competition. But when you are winning the competition, I went to high school with some of you people. When you are winning the competition, you stepped on everyone's throat. And you completely devoured the souls of individuals that stood within your path. And I didn't have a problem with it. But it's just funny how when people are up, when you're, when you're the bully on the block, when you're playing dodgeball in high school and you're the 6'2 athletic kid with the cannon for the arm and you're lighting up the 5'3", 110-pound kid with those, with those red balls that leave welts and scars, asserting your dominance. Years later, when that 5'10", 100-pound kid is now an anesthesiologist and you're you, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, well, you know, we shouldn't really be focused on competition. That's, what's, that's what the problem with society is, is, that everybody is focused on competition. And I just scoff at that. I laugh at that. Competition is a, is a great thing. I love competition. When I, was, when I was on the steel toe end of many arse kickings back in my day, I didn't have a problem with it. I felt that iron sharpens iron. Some of the best lessons I've learned in my life we're, we're getting my face kicked in, both literally and metaphorically. When I was a basketball coach, I would always take my team. We played in, in, a, in a pretty solid church league, high school league for, for churches, church schools. I would always try to schedule a game or two with some real ballers so, so my kids could get thrashed. So they get beat by 40. Which reminded them that, A, you're not as good as you think you are. B, I'm not as good of a coach as I think I am. I got to get better. And C, you have to always be grinding. You have to always be working. Somebody out there that you think you're better than, but they're, they're working. You're stationary. You're stagnant. That person's up at 3 in the morning getting better. Are you up at 3 in the morning getting better? At 35, you may be successful. You may look at some of your peers and say that, hey, I, I'm more educated than you. I live in a better house than you. I drive a better car than you. I own my own business. I'm an executive. Yada, yada, yada. But you forget that there are people that are out grinding. So five years later, 
people will people will lap you up and feel like NASCAR. I think Jay-Z once said, I'm I'm so far ahead of my time, I'm about to start another life. Look behind you. I'm about to pass you twice. Competition is a beautiful thing. I encourage competition. I'm not an orange slice participation trophy guy. It's competitive to get into great schools. It's competitive to get elite jobs. It's competitive to keep elite jobs. It's competitive if you're single and you're in relationships or you're trying to find a a partner, a mate. It should be competitive. You shouldn't be able to to pull that girl that you want with your B-minus game. You shouldn't be able to get that Ph.D. half-arsing it. You shouldn't be able to get that promotion when somebody's outworking you. And you're coming into the office at 9.45. They're in there at 6.30 a.m. You shouldn't get that promotion over that person that outworked you. And I just find it funny that that people are trying to normalize the, the concept that competition isn't that big of a deal because it's to their advantage. I'm not going to reward people for mediocrity. I didn't reward people for mediocrity when I was a vice president at Blue Cross. I don't expect people to reward me for mediocrity on the radio show as a consultant. As a healthcare quasi thought leader, I expect the best for myself. Rather, I'm calling a game for the Oakland ambassadors, rather I'm doing the health cast, rather I'm interviewing a CEO, whatever I'm doing on the radio show, I expect the best out of myself. And I expect the best from people that, that I'm around. And life is competitive. Being good looking does matter. Being in shape does matter. Having a better education does matter. Being a lead at your craft, it all matters. It all comes together. The way that you present yourself, the way that you dress, the way that you talk. Practice makes perfect. And you can see that there are people that put more time and energy into pursuing greatness than others. Now, where where people overdo it, competing isn't more important in your family and your health and your relationship with God. Your family is much more important in getting that promotion. Your family is more important than your than your values as a human being. But don't let somebody con you into believing that that competition isn't important. It's not the most important thing, but don't don't let somebody con you into believing that. People that people that run that scam, they're doing it deliberately because they want to get you to let your guard down. Because these are the same people that if they had the upper hand against you, they would step on your face and leave, whether it's Jordan logo shoe prints or Timberland boot shoe prints or Louis Vuitton shoe prints, they would leave shoe prints on your face if they could. Lance J Show. Paragon 7 Studios. James Lewis. But I get this email that says, Election Day may be behind us, but our work is far from finished, James. The Senate race in Georgia is headed for a runoff, and that means the result of this election depends on what we do between now and December 6. And it says in big, bold letters, You haven't donated this year to the DNC. Split. So it's giving me instruction. Split a $10 donation between Raphael Warnock's campaign and the DNC to help with this runoff and defeat 
Herschel Walker. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Don't don't demand money from me, DNC. Don't ever send me an email like that again in your life. If I was there, I'd probably, just to be spiteful, I'd probably vote for Herschel Walker just to spite you because that email was so disrespectful. You demanding my money that I worked hard for during a recession in a post-COVID society? When I got a family to feed and they're demanding that I give you money, bleep you, man. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It's no secret that the current real estate market is highly dynamic, and you may find yourself questioning if it's a good time to sell your house or if you should consider buying. You need an experienced realtor to help guide you through the noise and lead you to all of the right answers. Dara Williams with Berkshire Hathaway has been in real estate for over a decade and has lived in the metro Atlanta area for over 20 years. She is a seasoned professional that can help you. Give her a call at 404-266-8100. Mention code LANCEGA, that's Lance, L-A-N-C-E-G-A for Georgia, and get a complimentary appraisal. Exclusions do apply. James Lewis. I'm sorry about this, Mr. Sosa. No, it's all right. You're right. Maybe you should talk to Frank. I'm good. I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. <clears throat> but uh, as soon as I get back to Miami, I'll talk to Frank personally. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. My associates here can escort you to my chopper. My chopper can take you to Santa Cruz. I have a jet there, can have you in Miami in five hours. You'll be back here tomorrow in time for lunch. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.